Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Illuminated Word. My name is Devin Morris and today we're going to be looking at Joshua chapter 24 verses 14 through 18. Much shorter section than usual, but this is all kind of leading up to, as all of our readings do, leading up to our sermon this Sunday. Uh, Joshua chapter 24, 14 through 18, I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did these great signs in our sight, and preserved us all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. So this is a, a great section, really well-known section. Uh, you know, Joshua 24, 15 is, is that one I think um, a lot of Christians have had posted in their home at some point. Uh, and one that should be posted. If it's not, you should write it somewhere up in your house. A daily reminder. You will serve the Lord. This whole chapter, though, um, verse 25 kind of delineates this chapter as a section on covenant. It is God coming to his people and making a promise. Entering into a promise with a group of people. And what's interesting is that this particular chapter, chapter 25, is identical to uh, a lot of treaties, uh, one specifically a Hittite treaty found dating to about the year 1200 BC, in that it includes the same structure as Hittite treaties. It has an introduction, it has an historical prologue, it has a set of stipulations, a deposit of the text, and a witness. All of these things are in chapter 25, identical to this Hittite treaty. And what's significant about that is that it just kind of gives this weight to it. It gives some uh, factualness that this is the way that ancient peoples entered into covenants. And God is acting in a way that other ancient cultures would have understood. Uh, when when uh, later generations read this text, they know it is supposed to be in reference to a a God coming to a people and making a promise. This is a true covenant. What you have at the beginning of chapter 24 are some interesting uh, phrases and words that are echoes of earlier books in our, our Hebrew canon. For instance, uh, at the beginning of chapter 24, you have the people presented themselves before the Lord. Again, this isn't something we read in our, in our scripture today, but you could go to the beginning of chapter 24 and read this. The people presented themselves before the Lord is identical to Exodus chapter 19 and verse 17 where the people are coming before the Lord on Mount Sinai to receive the uh, Mosaic Covenant. So there's an idea that this particular phrase is meant to, to denote 
this um, historical event, that the people here in the book of Joshua are doing the same thing that earlier generations did, in that when they were at the Mount Sinai, at the foot of Mount Sinai, Moses comes uh, with the text. They present themselves before the Lord to receive that covenant. It's used again in Deuteronomy chapter 30, 31 and verse 14 when uh, leadership power is being transitioned from Moses to Joshua. So it's when Moses and Joshua appear before the Lord. Um, just like the people present themselves before the Lord, Moses and Joshua present themselves before the Lord as a, a transition of power occurs. So it's the same thing going on in this uh, Joshua chapter 24 text. We have two identical things that are happening that's happened earlier in Israelite history so far. Uh, people presenting themselves to receive the new law and people presenting themselves to kind of show this transition of authority, authority of power, because both of those things are happening here. Joshua is about to die, so leadership and authority is about to undergo another transition, and they are entering into a covenant before their God. And this is something that Christians should be familiar with. This should not just be Old Testament language. This should not just be an Old Testament image that we don't understand. For Christians, we present ourselves before God, or let me restate that. Us as Christians should present ourselves before God on a regular basis. This is in some ways what Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25 is showing us, that when we come together as an assembled group, it's to present ourselves before God. And it's when we present ourselves before God as a body that we enter into the new covenant all over again. And this is through partaking of the Lord's Supper. It's, it's receiving the new covenant as represented by Christ's blood that was shed on the cross. Uh, that's your uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke references. Uh, Matthew 26, Mark 14, Luke 22, and 1 Corinthians uh, 11. Where that's this, this the idea that when God presents us through Jesus, his new covenant, it is through the blood of Christ that we take uh, should be taking at every time we come together. Every time we come together, we are recommitting ourselves uh, under this new covenant. Uh, but let's look specifically at, at our text, verses 14 through 18. It's interesting. It's really great. It's, it's, uh, it's a really cool way to introduce a covenant. It's not necessarily the way the Mosaic covenant did it. It was just laws presented to the people. But instead of the, the stipulations being set through these laws, it's being set through a conversation almost a conversation between Joshua and the people. And it's, this is the, these are your options. Choose right now. What are you going to do? It's your choice. Uh, and so if you want the stipulations from the Deuteronomic law, uh, you go to chapters 12 through 16 of Deuteronomy, and that's, or 12 through 26, and those are the stipulations of the law. Joshua 24 verses 14 through 18 are the stipulations of this covenant. And so there's some interesting ties there. You'll notice, probably, and I noticed it specifically after reading it this time, just how many times the word serve is being used. It's used seven times in these five verses, and it's for purpose. Uh, abed is the Hebrew word for serve, and you'll notice that it is tied to service in Egypt and service with Yahweh, and there is purpose for that because it's kind of giving a basis to the confession that's going to be given for the Israelite people, specifically in verses 16, 17, and 18. Um, the Israelites are going to use the same word to refer to the 
forced servitude that they were under with um, uh, the Egyptian pharaoh, the Egyptian people. That was forced servitude. God brings them out of forced servitude, or verse 17 says, a house of slavery, and brings them into a servitude of praise and thanksgiving, of freedom. And, um, and that should be noted, that this is the type of confession that um, the Israelite people are, are undergoing. Uh, it gives a basis to their confession. It kind of gives this um, correlation between the two, that both are uh, a life of service. One was forced, though. One, you are choosing to enter into because of this, this God who has done so many other great things. Because that's what the beginning of chapter 24 really is. It's a recounting of all the things that God had done for them up to this point. It's verses 2 through 13. It's you know a short synopsis, uh, history of, of all of the great things, miracles, um, enemies defeated that God has accomplished on behalf of himself and his great name, but for the benefit of the Israelite people. So they're entering out of forced servitude into a servitude of praise and thanksgiving. And again, to make another um, Christian tie to this, is that Christians have experienced this same exact freedom. And I'm sure you um, you know that and you understand that, uh, but it's always important to, when we come in and read these Old Testament texts, is to understand that they, they're not as foreign as a lot of people would, would have you believe that they are. They have direct ties to our Christian faith. So when God takes the people of Israel out of forced slavery into a slavery of praise and thanksgiving, we as Christians have done that same thing. Galatians is the book that you turn for for that type of language. That we have true freedom in Christ, but that freedom is not the kind of freedom that Americans probably consider freedom. But that our freedom is a um, is a slavery. You know, Paul always introduces himself at the beginning of his letters, stating that he is a slave, and 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 we shouldn't lighten the term. It's not a it's not servant, because servant has a different connotation in uh, American 21st century minds. It really is slave. Doulos is a Greek word being used there. No doubt Paul is calling himself a slave. And he uses that language even going into chapter 5, that chapter that we love, talking about living the life of the Spirit. We are to be slaves of the Spirit, not slaves to sin. Uh, but that's where our freedom lies, is that we've been taking out of We've been taken out of forced servitude, and now we have the gift, we have the option to enter into a servitude of praise and of thanksgiving. I'm going to read a little bit here out of Galatians to close this out, starting in chapter 4 and verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, an heir through God. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those by nature who are not gods. But now you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God. How can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world, whose slaves you want to be once more? One last thing to close us out, and this is how this really connects us to our sermon coming up this Sunday, is that the people of Israel enter into this covenant, and they do it probably with the best intentions. This is chapter 24, right, that we're looking at of, of Joshua. 
so you have chapter 24 of Joshua. Immediately, that I mean, that's the end of the that's the end of the book. You go into chapter one of Judges, the end of the chapter. By the end of the chapter, we have already fallen away from God. We're failing. Uh, I'm saying we as in Israel has 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 failed to uh, defeat enemies, to drive people out from the land, which immediately turns to, because we failed God on a political level, uh, as it moves into chapter 2 and chapter 3, we begin failing God on a spiritual, religious level as well. Because we don't hold, uphold God in his world, in his, uh, in his rule in the, in the world, we fail to carry out his will in our personal lives as well. There's some big lessons to be drawn out there, which we don't have time to today, but... You can see that already. And Joshua, moving from the end of Joshua to the beginning of Judges, even though these covenants have been made, these great promises have been made, we fail God over and over again. Uh, Luckily, as you'll see throughout the book of Judges and going into the book of Kings, Samuel and Kings, God is merciful, God is long-suffering, and God has a plan. And I think we can take hope and faith in that, that even though we fail, uh, God does not. God is faithful. I pray that you're looking for ways to love and serve your neighbor in genuine and in sincere ways. Have a good week. Peace and love.